everyone, Harry here. We have a special in-between episode this month from my college radio days. Back in 2014, I had the honor of speaking with artist Dana Terrace, who you likely know because of her work on Gravity Falls, her upcoming show Owl House, like literally in like a week, or the occasional Mob Psycho 100 art she drops on Twitter. Our web editor and occasional guest, Jilly, co-hosted the episode with me. So here's the thing. Uh, it was 2014 and she had only recently started working on Gravity Falls and was under plenty of non-disclosure agreements. Uh, I doubt the Owl House would have even been on the table at the time, so you won't hear about that either, unfortunately. Uh, also, her audio is a bit fried at times because, yeah, it was made by dumb college me. Also, a lot of my questions are stupid. I hope you can kind of put all of that aside and enjoy a silly conversation about creativity, art, and life with a side of snails, with a very cool artist, and, uh, Dana, if you end up listening to this and, uh, would like to join us on a proper episode of Mary Sue Celebration to talk about one of your childhood OCs, uh, hey, pop me a message. I'm gonna let the original recording run to the end without interrupting, so here's all the stuff you always need to know anyway. Our opening theme is by at Twinkle Parks on Twitter. You can check out more of her music at popspirit.net. Our website is marysuepod.com. As always, our thanks to Jilly for designing the site. Follow us on Twitter at Sue Celebration. And if you want to give us some money, because life is hell, editing is hard, you can go to ko-fi.com slash marcescent. M-A-R-C-E-S-C-E-N-T. Without uh, further ado, we are leaving 2020 and time traveling to 2014. You guys remember what that was like? kind of wandering through life like a vagabond. Um, I listen to jazz because I suck. And fun fact, I was named after Dana Barrett from the Ghostbusters. That's that's awesome. Um, (laughs) I have pretty rad parents. The jury's out on it, but I was born in 93, and I'm 85% sure I'm named after Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Hey, that's kind of cool, too. My mom's a Republican. <laughs> oh, well, then that's a little awkward. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. Who's <laughs> the pants week? Jilly, do you want to tell your, like, do you want to do yours? Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm Jilly. Um, <laughs> what are the questions? What are you doing with your life? I'm being and sucking out the most I can out of being a college student and not having to do actual work for as long as possible. Nice. Are you doing research this summer then? <laughs> yes. Um, then you can tell us a, a song you like, or like a monster you like, or like a fun fact about yourself. Um, I also like jazz, because I'm just- <laughs> Oh my god, you- Julie like, wants to start a jazz show, but- and like, one time we were recording music, and Julie was like, in the other studio making a jazz show because... that she refuses to air at any point. <laughs> no, what, no, I was recording a jazz show because we were playing Let It Be, and I just can't listen to the song Let It Be anymore, okay? That's my fun fact. I cannot listen physically to the song Let It Be without wanting to leave the room because I edited a video with that song once, and I've just heard it too many times. I, I feel you, man. Every time I work on a music video, it kills whatever the song is for me, and I'll never be able to listen to it again. It's horrible. Alright, so let's get off that train and talk about me, your <laughs> intrepid host, Hillary. What I'm doing with my life? Why did I ask that question? I don't like answering this question. <laughs> I guess I, I, um, 
instead of saying like a job or something, I'm just gonna say my current project, which is I'm currently trying to edit what I like to call the Lisa Frank Hell Wheel, which what what? It's like taking a bunch of like Lisa Frank things and like making them into like a giant wheel, like a circle. It's like it's there's like a cat head in the middle, and then like dolphins are hanging so out like of some it. like some zodiac <laughs> picture, but with Lisa Frank's. <laughs> yeah, and like purple dolphins are like coming out of the cat head, and then there's like some aliens. That sounds like a a collage a murderer might make. <laughs> you know what? into Hillary's eyes sometimes, there's that twinkle there that just dies out. And <laughs> hey, guys! I just wanted to learn Photoshop, and one of my friends was like, I want to make a Lisa, a, I want a Lisa Frank shirt, and I was like, I'll design that for you. I'm just being a good friend! Sure. Alright, I guess that's my fun fact, too, and I, um, I don't know, I'm gonna go with what 2005 me would say, I like a lot of J-pop. <laughs> so, and ghosts. And ghosts. I'm doing my favorite monsters section. So I guess we gotta start with again the normal interview icebreakers for artists. Like <laughs> like do you really wanna do you really wanna sit here and go, What's your inspiration? <laughs> Who's your favorite animator? What's your favorite studio? <laughs> do, how do you feel about <laughs> East Asian animation? And by that I just mean anime. <laughs> though I'm trying to make it sound like I know more about East Asian animation than I really do. <laughs> well, I appreciate it that you do call it Eastern animation because people lump anime together as anything that looks like Madoka Magica. And it gets <laughs> kind of frustrating when you try to tell them, like, no, there's actually different things going on over there. Yeah, so It's not all, yeah. like, you know, Evangelion and Pokemon. Do, do you want to answer those or do you just want to keep going? <laughs> hey, like I said, it's, I'll, I'll answer anything you throw at me, so right. whatever. What's, okay then, we're going to go for it. Um, <laughs> what, what is your inspiration? <laughs> That's such a bad question. So mean. <laughs> It, it's such a it's such a weird question. I don't know anyone who can honestly answer that with like a straight face. Yeah, um, it's like especially in like line of like what, like you who you are as an artist. Like you can't just be like, well, you know. Well, I love Pixar and Miyazaki-san. Those are my inspirations. No, um, not not real. <laughs> uh, inspirations, um. <laughs> you can just say something you really aesthetically like. It doesn't even have to be like that kind of thing. Alright. Uh, Khan Brothers, Spielberg, uh, Satoshi Khan. Yes! Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, um. Aisao Takahata. Miyazaki's, I personally think, more sophisticated half. Uh, Alright, like Pokemon. It. Pokemon's a big inspiration. I'm a 12 year old. Pokemon inspired everyone. Inspired a generation <laughs> to do what? I don't know. Tekken, maybe. I don't know. Glorified dog fighting, and I love it. <laughs> this is true. I was really—I don't know—I like really like bad things happening to good children. Um, so I was really <laughs> into like in the first movie when Ash turned into a rock. I was like, cool. And then all the Pokemon cried, and I was like, good. <laughs> I back to tears. Oh my god. <laughs> So emotional. Did you guys happen to see that movie in theaters? Yes. Did you get the Mew card? Oh. I like went to, like there was a Burger King promotion, right? And I went I went there, I had my like Pokeball keychain. I think I had like uh the rock geodude, but like the geodudes with like more dudes on them. <laughs> <laughs> or was that Magnemite? We just don't know. <laughs> I think it was actually the Magnet one. Never mind. Anyways, the idea magnet Pokemon. <laughs> we went with one of my brother's weird friends, and he fell asleep in like the first twenty minutes. <laughs> so I was like emotional and crying, and then I look over him at to him, and he's just sleeping, like like he doesn't know my pain. <laughs> there were a lot of feelings that went into that movie. Oh man. We're good. We're good. We're back. <laughs> it's Friday the Thirteenth, guys. It really is. Oh, I forgot. Huh, everything's making sense now. <laughs> Bad luck day. Um, what are your opinions on black cats? I think they're the best. <laughs> black cats are pretty sweet. We used to have one named Blackie. Very original, I know. We actually had an orange cat named 
Spike. Yes, that is after Spike, some Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping you were gonna say Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> no, no anime in this house. <laughs> this is not the house that was built on anime. Okay, sorry, I won't assume. Actually, yeah, no, we all like. We actually haven't seen Cowboy Bebop. I know. Okay, so the thing is, Cowboy Bebop is like my aesthetic. I just haven't watched it yet. That's like a sin. Are you guys are you guys animation students or art students? Well, I'm in communications, which like sometimes is called that. I'm like more into like um I guess um video and sound editing and stuff like that and writing. And right, I'm awesome. And I'm a computer science major. I live with three <laughs> computer science majors and none of them could fix my computer. Okay. So let's let's talk about some more stuff. Um so, okay, do you, like, watch a lot of cartoons? Clearly you watch some anime, some East Asian animation. Um. I try to watch as much as I can. It's, like, I, I say it's a form of study, but really it's just an excuse to watch cartoons. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm like. I'm learning about writing. <laughs> I'm watching Steven Universe and crying my eyes out. <laughs> Anything um, on that you really like and you, like, feel really pumped about or maybe have, like, some artist jealousy over? Oh, absolutely not. I hate everything. <laughs> That's very true. I hate everything on TV right now, and I don't know why I'm in animation, actually. Perhaps because I want to try to do something different. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very confusing. I'm going through a little uh, crisis right now. Um, I've been rewatching Daria lately. Oh, classic. classic. Yeah, as clumsy as everything is, it's still pretty hysterical. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, I know that you just recently like like we're doing prints of an art book. So like how do you like get that together? Like what's the process of making that kind of thing and like Oh, it sounds like hard. Um you just gather a bunch of your sketches and end up printing. Yeah. On a store, I used a printing store online, but nice. I think it was, uh, in China, and then they just shipped the books over to me. Uh, basically, you just put together a PDF with whatever template they give you, and send it off. Yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes it's just like, I know a lot of young artists are just out there and confused, and you're just like, you know, not sure what they're doing. So, like, sometimes it is nice to hear just that it's that easy to get stuff done like that. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I still don't know what the hell I'm doing, so no one should feel ashamed for being confused. Confusion is kindness. <laughs> I guess so. On that, we're still here for our young, young ones who want to know more about the process of like getting yourself out there. Like, what is it like to apply to jobs as like being a story artist and stuff like that? And so, like, how does that whole getting a job thing work? <laughs> the weird thing is that I never applied anywhere. I was offered the job at Disney, or I was offered a test because one of the directors stumbled upon my blog and just happened to like the drawings on it. And that's the way most people get hired now is through people finding blogs. So if you're looking to get hired somewhere or if you're looking to get a job in the animation industry, you need to constantly be updating your blog. And once you get that first job, it's immensely easier to move on to the next one. Yeah, yeah. that's really nifty. Cause I know I, I I have heard a lot of stories like that about like the board artist who got like hired to regular show just for cause just because he like tweeted at like one of the people on it. Like that's just like ridiculous. And now it just makes me very embarrassed of everything I've ever put on my blog that I've done. <laughs> like I like put up writing online. And I'm like, I don't want people to see this. Yeah, it's it's becoming like. Tumblr is basically becoming people's portfolios, and that's why whenever people ask me about this stuff, I urge them to get two Tumblrs, one for their blogging and whatever, yeah, and then a a one just for art. There's, there's having a good time, and then there's making a portfolio. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And, then, and you know what? It's actually a really smart, easy way to do it, because yeah. it's just an online blogging platform. You don't have to, like, go and You don't get... have to pay for uh, your own website service and then design your own website. You can just use Tumblr's platform and find a nice theme. And yeah. I, 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 I fucking hate making my own website. Oh, so, 
so horrible. I feel <laughs> websites are terrible because the computer science major over here. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, like I that sounds like just opening up your Tumblr, like here we go, mm-hmm. is a little easier than like, you know, getting your giant portfolio out and picking out your like junior art projects. Like you could Yeah. It's actually people don't recommend bringing in actual portfolios if you're visiting the studio. Just have like a business card with your website on it. That's that's it. I'm hearing that a lot more, but from more fields in general, too. If you just have a website somewhere, and you have an online resume, it's just so much easier. Uh, It's easier for everyone. This means we gotta, gotta, everyone out there, we gotta step up our game. Just keep posting weird stuff on the internet. Yeah, keep posting weird doodles. People love that. People love weird fucking doodles. You will get hired as a story artist for that stuff. That's That's very true. I guess you gotta give us the spark notes continually for the art kids about kind of like what doing story stuff is like. I know this is like basic. So what, what's my job like? Yeah. Basically? Um, well, as a story artist, I will get a script from the director and my one or two other board mates will divvy the script up and then do thumbnails, do cleanup. Show our director, get notes, repeat the process for about three to four weeks, and that's it. And we boarded an episode. Yay. Fun. Oh my gosh. And that's like what? Like that's like really little stuff you're doing too? Like how like like how much like you yourself like have to like carry for that like four weeks of revisioning, like um, on average. Let me think. Me and my board mates will get maybe like seven minutes each to board, and we have to have that all thumbnailed out in about a week. Seriously. <laughs> you, get, you get used to it. You really get used to it. And then our director will give us notes on the thumbnails, and then we'll start cleaning everything up, putting them together. At some point, we have to show Alex Hirsch, the creator of the show. He'll give us more notes to work on. The entire process takes about... Four, yeah, four to six weeks, and wait, we're just working on those seven minutes. Granted that there are no changes to the script, which there usually are. Yeah, that's that's always. Yeah, when we spent weeks starting something, and then we're like, oh, guess what? We completely took that part out, and here's something entirely different. We need it by next week. You're like, ah! what is this happening to oh. me? I can't even handle my my boss like sends me a checklist of things to do for the day and he like doesn't clearly write what I'm supposed to do that's not even like that's not that much work it usually turns out that he was just in a very weird way trying to say please tape this piece of paper to this cardboard box (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of a lot of stuff got covered in like the tumblr as as job part was cool because I've got like one of those like very generic with like eight question marks like eight exclamation points after it like hardest part of the job most fun part and i think we talked about the hardest part maybe maybe you have other opinions is it just like all the revisions oh no that part's easy i would say the hardest part is working with people uh you don't like and just having to put up with it and be professional yeah that is that's a tough that's a tough thing i can't even handle like group projects (laughs) with people i don't like uh, I, I hated group projects in college, and luckily enough, everyone on Gravity Falls is super nice, and I love them all, but there's always one or two people who you just can't... You just don't mesh yeah, with them. You just want to punch, but you can't because you're a professional, and that's not cool. And we don't punch people. You don't want someone looking down your Tumblr, looking <laughs> for to hire you, and you have a post that's like, I punched someone today. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> because as we all know, we say everything we do on our social media. <laughs> Every yeah, single yeah, yeah, also, people have to learn how to edit themselves for the internet. Seriously. Oh my god, yeah, I can't even edit myself right now, as we all know. <laughs> what was fun for you? What did you do that was, like, cool and awesome and you like? Draw- well, being able to draw every day and getting paid for it was pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> Occasionally, Alex would let us contribute to the writing whenever he was having trouble with something. Um, I don't know. It was just overall yeah. pretty fun time. Just like that's cool. 
so it's like a, like a good environment. Like yeah, yeah, it was it was a really good environment. That's nice. Uh, I was lucky to be surrounded by a lot of people I admired and considered good friends. So I know a lot of people don't experience that on their first jobs or at any job. So I feel really grateful for that. Yeah, that's really awesome. That's like a pretty nifty first job. Like. <laughs> yeah, I lucked out. <laughs> This is our, like, required question, is what we like to call the disaster stories, or, like, good work stories. Like, just do you have... Usually, we're, we're usually looking for funny disasters, but that's not always. That doesn't always happen. That doesn't... That, that was very much a thing with the My Immortal people. There was, like, so much that went wrong. The only things I can think of are when we would occasionally... Earlier in the season, when people weren't so busy, we would occasionally get drunk and go crazy and there would be you know beer wine and just booze everywhere and staining the carpets and food and i can't think of any actual disaster i was kept pretty out of the loop because i was just in my cube drawing little dippers and navels running around oh they're such good kids <laughs> sorry <laughs> I feel like that there's a lull in like almost every place like that, and it's just like, yeah, we're not doing anything. We're, we're fine. <laughs> we actually built a bar in our studio. It's pretty sweet. It's called Drunkle Stands. <laughs> oh my god, that's oh awesome! My god, that's awesome. <laughs> we have our own. We have our own uh, keg. We have an arcade game. We have a bunch of headless animals just tacked <laughs> onto the wall. I would want to be. <laughs> yeah, it's it's theme appropriate. That's really awesome. I'm sorry, we just like that's just really great. No, it's my it was my favorite part of the job. I, yeah, that's my favorite part of the job. <laughs> Having booze two steps away from my cube. <laughs> it is not what happens. It's like I have like this tiny room that I get like locked in, and I have to grade papers, and that's it. Aw. No booze. <laughs> There's no booze here. I was gonna say I actually can't drink, but I realized I am twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that a lot. <laughs> I, was, I, like, I went on a train and I was like they wanted to see if I was like over eighteen and they were like, Are you over eighteen? And I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm eighteen and I continued walking by them, stopped and went I'm twenty. <laughs> that was like a year ago. <laughs> and then Sorry, I'm just gonna talk about me talking about my age. Cause I have like so many good stories. There's like these telemarketers who like keep trying to get me to get me to do surveys, and so they'll be like, "Hello, are you driving a vehicle?" And I'm just like, "I guess not right now." I mean, like I could be if this was like if you would hang up if I said that. And then they're like, "All right, are you over 16?" And one time I just panicked. And they just like just like the hand the phone was just like shaking in my head. I was like, I'm twelve and I immediately hung up. <laughs> and it was like very I was in the room with her and I thought like, did somebody call for an interview or something? It's just like somebody's at the hospital because she got this she went white as a sheet. She was like sweating with a panic and all I got was I'm twelve and boop, that's it. What? What was that call? And then there were like the 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 Jehovah's Witnesses that came to my door, and I slammed the door and ran to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm really bad at people, and I apparently shouldn't be talking about this right now. How are They're you? They're not scary. They're like the nicest people. I know, but you see, my mother is very much a problem when people of other enemy religions come. You see, my mother is a Roman Catholic, and when we open the door, I'm like. Hello, young man. How's your day? I guess you want to tell me about Mormon Jesus, Jesuit Jesus. That's that's not it. That's the, the whatever whatever you whatever flavor of Jesus you're into. And my <laughs> mom just calls from the back room. We have the true religion here. <laughs> like, oh, that must be fun. <laughs> like you need to leave and to like get into conversation with them because they're into it and like they'll park and stuff like that. Like. Oh, my mom's like that kind of person where like something questionable is going on in the television and she'll be like, 
what's going on here? Like, at least she's not like, this isn't a good Christian show. <laughs> like, I think my mom knows she can't insult Riley Falls in front of me. <laughs> but well, she probably thinks it on the inside. Like, this is not a good Christian show that my child loves. <laughs> Look, Gravity Falls gets a lot of flack for being, like, a secret Illuminati devil-worshipping show. And... Oh my god, did you ever see the Vigilant Citizen article for it? Because there's, like, hundreds, there thousands so of articles. comments on it, and it's my favorite article in the world. There are, like, thousands of comments on it. And, like, there's a part where they start... And we, read those, we read those comments at work. Like, <laughs> enjoyment. It's hysterical. Yeah, Alex loves that stuff. We I'm all do. Are you, I'm so sorry, I'm getting, I'm sorry, keep interrupting you, but there's, like, this part where they start talking about, like, if they should have, like, a dating site for the people of Vigilant Citizen, because they need well, to get together with other people who know the truth. We can find the perfect mate for you. That's so bizarre. <laughs> like we, but hey, at least we know our show is bringing people together. You don't know if two people got, two, like, conspiracy theorists got together because of that article. You don't know. That's, that would be such a beautiful story. <laughs> out there in the boonies now, hunting for Sasquatches. And oh, <laughs> and I'm sure you guys love the IMDb Parents Guide, because <laughs> that is a journey. <laughs> oh, I've never seen that one. Because it's not even like, oh no, the Illuminati, oh no, like someone's being injured in this episode. It's like, at two minutes, 30 seconds in, Mabel says poop butts, <laughs> and that's not appropriate. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> like, okay. I don't understand parents. I said worse crap when I was like eight. I was saying way worse things than poop butt. <laughs> yeah, these 12 year olds are like reined in. Like, has anyone ever met a real 12 year old? <laughs> like, yeah, the yeah. Real 12 year olds are foul mouth. There's man. some raw stuff going on there. And if you're ever around a real terrible old man, no. <laughs> yeah. He'll stand as a good standing Christian man <laughs> in comparison to what he would actually be. Yeah, oh god, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> yeah, right? Ew. Did you ever phase? Did you ever phase Gra Gravity Falls or whatever they're called? <laughs> I think what she's saying. What are you saying? Do you have a favorite Gravity Falls resident? Resident? <laughs> I think it's uh, a Gravy's um... Fails resident. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but... He's not a resident, but I really like Bill. He's like he's like that awkward guy that just kind of like hangs hangs out, like and by hangs out I mean like watches them all on reality TV. Yeah, he's, he's hysterical. He's and you know he's really fun to board. So that might be just be a personal thing. Oh, is, is yeah, Zach has a lot of crazy stuff. Like yeah, yeah, no, he's like always doing something. I say always, as in, like, we keep forgetting that this guy's, like, had, like, only, like, two real episodes to, like, us viewers. Oh, that's true. Like, <laughs> he shows up, like, twice and just kind of, like, causes a little chaos and then tap dances out on his little beach. <laughs> well, look out for more Crazy Bill adventures in upcoming episodes. Crazy, crazy journeys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to say more than that or no. the Disney Captors will break through my windows and drag me away. I believe that. Oh man, you 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 might want to watch out. They might silence you right now. Um, probably watching. I, I would honestly not like. I would honestly believe there's got to be some sort of division in Disney that like functions similar to the Blind Eye Society. <laughs> like like we're, we're telling the truth here. They're they're just here to silence us. <laughs> but they but they use fear instead of memory guns. <laughs> Yeah, fear of legal action. <laughs> yeah, they exist. They exist, and they're all the nicest people wearing, like, suits and collared shirts and pretty skirts. It's really off-putting. It's terrifying. We heard you were you were saying something about the nasty triangle <laughs> to some college kids. <laughs> we're going to have to talk about that. Oh. Whoops. Never heard from again. Whoops. And that, that, Lying we finally dead. did it. You know, we finally did it. Someone finally has fully disappeared from existence because, you know, ostensibly, of course, because of Bill Cipher. <laughs> it's his fault. 
Your fave is problematic. <laughs> Bill Cipher possibly caused the disappearance of the Crabbenfall storyboarder. Whoops. Whoops. It's like you're you you're like you're going to like totally be destroyed by Disney and all you have to say is whoops. <laughs> like Hey, those are gonna be my last words. There have been worse, right? Yeah. I can go out with a whoops. Is there anything fun that you can talk about? We need to hear more about the nasty side. <laughs> um, I'm totally joking. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not. At our schedule is. I don't know if you've noticed, but our schedule is really screwed up. There's an episode coming out like once a month. Yeah, and, uh, man. There was like a that time when things were coming out again. Like we had hope, and now. <laughs> We have no hope. I think people know I'm like the local source on like when things are happening. And <laughs> oh. like people be like, "Is Gravity Falls coming back?" And I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> it's it's coming back. It's just a very slow and painful process for everyone involved. Yeah. Um, I guess Northwest Mansion just came out, so really, no one has seen an episode that I've boarded on yet. Yeah, I've worked on every episode up until then as a revisionist, and then I got moved up to a story artist halfway through, but none of the episodes have come out. Oh my gosh. The um, very next episode after Northwest Mansion, and I, I don't even know if I can say the title of it because it hasn't come out. Can you say it in code? <laughs> no, because then Alex will know and I'll get... Oh wait, I guess I can't be fired. <laughs> He will, he will know the code immediately. You will never be able to have that code break. <laughs> but the next episode is the first episode I boarded on, and I also did a little bit of animation, so... Oh, that's totally awesome! Yeah, All right, everyone. so I'm looking forward to it whenever the hell it comes out, maybe in 2017, I don't know. I know, it's like, when is the show gonna end? gonna have like like 40 episodes but three more marvel be. movies will come out before the next episode of gravity falls oh that's know? that's where disney's priorities are come on oh yeah no they are they're they're putting all of their money into that they're oh. opening a new part of the parks for that uh, and they never do anything with the parks. yeah i know <laughs> that gravity falls event come on guys yeah, no, I was just at Disney World, and there was literally only one type of Gravity Falls merch there, and I was like, okay. Uh, honestly, like, I don't know how you feel about the Gravity Falls merch, but it just look at it, and, like, and there's, like, the feeling of, like, disappointment, but the yeah, <laughs> it's so awkward. It's so weird. Like, all like, they had was the Vinyl Mason stuff. Nothing else. Everything's at Hot Topic, and they don't have one of those. It's <laughs> honestly the feeling of disappointment in myself, because I know I'm gonna buy it anyway. <laughs> The vinyl nation stuff is so weird. I actually have one of the Bill vinyl nations with me right now. It's just like this awkward fat Mickey shape with yeah. like how can you do that with designs that don't work pasted on top of them? It's just like this uh, horror, this horrible beast. It's just Disney trying to do pop vinyl, but like, yeah, yeah, but like not working. It looks I don't even the Mickey characters don't look right on the Mickey design. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> One job, and he failed. Like, oh my god, like, you just gotta make some cute merch, that's it. Yeah, yeah and, and, like, Waddles, Bill, like, even the kids, they're, they're made out of circles and orbs, they're the easiest things in the world to get right. It's really difficult to fuck up as hard as they have. Also, I'd just like to send my two cents into Disney. Why you keep replacing Dipper with the gnome? <laughs> yes, this is true. We want different puns. We don't want the puking gnome. No one wants the puking gnome. <laughs> uh, what are your opinions on the puking gnome? Uh, uh, I have no opinion on the puking gnome. Good, no, no comment. However, they came out with some pretty sweet Halloween masks of the puking gnome. Oh, did they? Cool. I know and some the, Halloween the, you can actually, like, puke rainbows with the mask. It's a little weird. <laughs> but, uh, it, I don't know, it was funny when we all got the masks and at Halloween <laughs> and we're running around, so. Oh my gosh, like, I know I personally at school get pretty heckin' pumped for Halloween, so I don't know how, like, 
Halloween job, so I'm sorry. Well, a lot of people at Disney dress up for Halloween, and sometime during the day, oh. people bring around their kids, like cute little kids dressed as <laughs> Iron Man and people, oh. and it's really cute, and we Probably. give them candy, and we go, aw, and the kids are like, oh god, can we leave? <laughs> oh my god, that sounds so cute. Guys, guys, like listen. If it works, I'm just saying. I'm just, 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 just to know that I could live in the adult world where <laughs> I like come in to my science lab dressed as Zipper. Like, hey guys. Hey, I mean it's animation. You can draw. You can dress as however you want. No one's gonna be Probably looking at you. You can draw it. You can wear it. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> Truly, the crown jewel of all questions. Got any good puns? Discuss. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> this is for our third microphone, Katie, who is over here right now. Um That's I uh, <laughs> I'm the worst at coming up with puns. Everyone at work is they just like pun it out at lunch. They just like bam boom puns everywhere. Zing bop. And this is like my weakness. God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've I failed You're you guys. Punned out. I don't have any puns so actually. Out. There is there's a time where I uh I had a friend who was working on that new Nickelodeon show, Breadwinners, and we were throwing back and forth bread and bird puns respectively. <laughs> and it lasted like two days. And that was I think I just burnt myself out from that. Uh, there's like a couple people on the new Excuse me, the newspaper who are really intense. Okay. Yeah, because they got to think of headline articles to write. Oh, that's true. Like, they're spending their whole life waiting to use the perfect pun for a headline. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> that's like your the culmination of your career is all of the puns you've made in your headlines. All right. Oh, we have a listener mail that's on Twitter. Mr. Elite Professional, who asked, so what has it been like working in the animation is industry, and what steps does it take? I feel like we kind of got a lot of that encapsulated, but we will. You can rehash if you want to. Or anything else that you want to yeah, add. Yeah, anything you want to add. We can just go into more detail. Um, go for it. As far as what working in the animation industry is like, it's different for everyone. Some people love it, some people hate it. I'm somewhere in the middle. Uh, <laughs> the crisis mentioned earlier. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what's for sure is that most of the people you're going to meet in the industry are super nice, like ridiculously nice. I'm used to, I'm from Connecticut, and I'm used to like that East Coast sarcasm where they put you down, and that's how you know that someone loves you. You come out here, everyone's nice, everyone likes you, and you're like, you're just confused and crazy. Getting into the animation industry, like I said, keep posting stuff on your Tumblr regularly. Don't be afraid to like join online communities like uh, Doodle Cup. I don't know if they do that anymore. Uh, Animated Buzz, uh, Daily Draw, February, Inktober. It's stuff like that that will help you meet other artists online, other professional artists, and perhaps hook you up in the future. That That's usually um, a cool thing that happens. And if you're in college, just, you know, use your time to constantly produce art. If you want to do art and they're forcing you, take, you to take some remedial math class for, for whatever reason, yo, ignore that class. <laughs> Grades do not matter. People do not look at your college GPA. They don't even care if you graduated. Um, it's just about constantly producing work and showing that you're uh, an active artist. See, now I'm going to have to put a disclaimer in the front and be like, Simmons College does not reflect these opinions. <laughs> Please do not fail your math class on purpose. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. That's like, like you know, if it's you're not... kind of what we all thought. It's, it's true. Like, if you're not, like, in a math-focused thing, like, you how, don't what's need math? It? What's math gonna do for you? You don't have to solve for X at the supermarket. Like yeah, every single colleges are, colleges are starting to treat their students like high schoolers, where you go in for a major, and for the entire four years you're there, you have to take these mandatory oh. English, uh, English, history, science, mathematics courses that have nothing to do with your major. Yep. 
Yeah, we know. I had that's why I had to be in a science class and why I would occasionally just show up in costume <laughs> and just like do whatever I wanted in that class. Yeah, it's a shame because it's a waste of everyone's time. Like the, it's a waste of the teacher's time. It's a waste of your time when you can be focusing on your focus. And yeah, I have a lot to complain about that kind of stuff. We feel it. It's it's a it's a struggle. Um, so actually, a tangential question, like um, for people who are not like visual artists, are there? Do you know how like people who are kind of in other ways get can get into like I don't know, because, like, well, there are art schools, like, like, what's, give a writer some help here. (laughs) Okay, as far as writing goes, that might be the toughest job to get into, unless you're publishing a novel. If you want to get into writing for animation, most writers start out as story artists, somewhere. Now, that's not a way of doing things that I agree with, mm-hmm. and but it's just the way it is right now, yeah. and we actually get a lot of cool writers that way. Um, let's see. For like sound editing, I know there you could take a major in sound editing at a any film school; they'll have that major. I really, I really regret younger me not knowing I was interested in sound editing. So yeah, I went here. I went here. here for like children's literature, which I am not even doing anymore. <laughs> it's a graduate program. The second I leave the school, there's going to be an undergraduate program in children's literature, and I was like, seriously, cool. Everyone, everyone has their own journey. Um, I missed the last train. <laughs> yeah, my I'm actually uh, working with someone right now. He's a story artist at Blue Sky at the moment, but he wants to write. And we're both just really confused at how we can make that happen. Mm. I guess the the best thing to do would be to team up with an artist and write their stories, write their comics, they produce it, so you both get your names out there, you know? Yeah, and that can be a long and arduous process, but if you keep up with it, just like if you keep up with anything, it'll pay off eventually. Did you do a lot of, like, independent projects? Like, what kind of stuff? Like, do you have, like, a big background in doing, like like, actual film storytelling and stuff like that, or are you more of just, like, a traditional kind of artist? Uh, I've definitely studied a lot of live-action film, both in class and on my own time. Honestly, all most of the better story artists and just animators and animation people in general, um... The better they are, the more likely they study and watch live-action films more than animation, because they're just better films. Yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not always there with with live-action television, but I feel about film. It's hard, you know. There's only so many times. There's only so much you can learn from Turbo. There's only so much you can learn from. <laughs> there's only so much you can learn from going to a film class and writing a ten-page paper on Turbo like I have. Oh my God! You're. I'm so sorry. What? What? A horrible creature would make you do that. Myself. <laughs> the awful demon that's in this body. I think on the back of their DVD. <laughs> the only review is four stars funny. Yeah, yeah. It's just funny. You don't that understand. Take, take it from any context. Like, this isn't funny at all. Oh, Quote. It's got an exclamation point after it, I believe. <laughs> I just want you to know that I want that review on my grave. <laughs> I want that to be a summation of my life. Four stars. One word. Uh, so I see you are also disappointed by Turbo Interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend who worked on that before he came over to Gravity Falls. It's <laughs> uh, listening to him talk about just drawing snails. <laughs> Doing things, just drawing snails for eight hours a day sounds like a really bleak existence. But you get to draw a Samuel L. Jackson snail sometimes. Oh, oh, my, <laughs> oh, stars and garters. I, I literally was just sitting in a room that fused for computer science students when I just like was just get hunkering down to watch this movie and write the essay. And someone just, like, went up to me. I was like, how am I supposed to describe this Samuel L. Jackson snail? Like, what am I supposed to say about him in this paper? And they're like, bitch, look at me. And just go, 
He has a whole snail? <laughs> Not half a snail, but a whole snail. <laughs> so... Well, it, it's certainly a reflection of where the state of animated movies are in these days. Yeah, Samuel Jackson gets his What is, like, snail. the worst possible thing one of your friends has worked on? Do you ever just, like, look at stuff everyone else is doing and go, I'm so sorry, because I feel like that must be the explanation of the person who had to draw snails for eight hours. I think Turbo, having to work on Turbo might be the worst one. And then people had to work on the Netflix show, the Turbo Fast. Like, that was, like, basically, like, 97% the people who worked on Motor City. And having to go from, like, Motor City to making a show about snails is, like, <laughs> sounds like the most disappointing thing in the world. <laughs> I I have a lot of friends who work on that show, actually. Um, and I'm so sorry about your friends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I'm not insulting them. It's not their fault. They gotta eat. <laughs> it's weird because the character designs are actually kind of appealing more appealing than yeah. the, their cg counterparts it does Definitely. it's pretty good uh, no I, 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 I have a weird when I, when I heard the the catchphrase nailed it i wanted to, i wanted to kill i wanted i had this bloodlust to just kill oh you, you probably would not be able to live a week with me back when i was like really ironically into turbo and then like shouting snailed it all the time like, I, sometimes i still say it like unironically and I don't even mean to I'll catch myself and I'll be like oh god oh Jesus <laughs> snailed it oh oh man that that movie I think you need to learn to really truly love bad things I think that's how you survive this like marketplace of movies that it shouldn't is, be for it is. you have to learn how to laugh because otherwise you become this this bitter creature who just goes around wanting to kill himself because everything is horrible you just got that, not, just, just not a fun existence. No fun sign on your just on your chest. Just like no fun ever. No fun. Yeah. Ever. So yeah. laugh at the things you hate. That's the only way you can get through life. Do you think this is about time for our closing notes? Um, we're gonna hold hands and we're gonna sing that Girl Scout version of Taps. Like they, we literally like end meetings singing Taps. Wait, what? Really? Yeah. That's so depressing. Yeah, because like you have to do like the the like the, there are lyrics for it. Like you you know you hold hands, you salute the American flag. Which one of one? You know we all have five hands to do that. <laughs> salute, Ooh. salute with your salute on your forehead, salute on your chest, and you gotta hold your other two hands with your comrades. And then and you just you like go, day of sun. <laughs> oh my god, gone the sun. Are you kidding me? <laughs> No, this is a real thing I did. Were you in like scouts? Uh, I I went to camp and we had to do that once. I mean, I think scouts was a little less bad than com like from community theater. Community theater was an experience. Wow, I've never done anything like that. <laughs> you haven't had to like write your own like play. Oh god, that'd be fun. Or like when your school can't afford real plays. And you have to do, like, weird off-brand stuff. That's really fun, too. We did, like, something about murder nuns. Oh, pay for copyrights, guys. <laughs> do the real thing. <laughs> pay, 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 to, pay to do Shrek the Musical at your school. <laughs> <laughs> pay to do Turbo the Musical. <laughs> I will compose it myself. I would watch that. I would watch that. A live-action version of... Of uh, fucking turbo. I that would be. High school oh my god! There would be cardboard snails going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With like duct tape straps. Or like a gospel choir from behind the curtains. That snail is fast, 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 fast. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm really pumped for that actually. <laughs> I want to make that happen. <laughs> We're gonna produce this. This is a joint production. <laughs> Um, send us, send us some, um, we'll, we'll send you a script and you can start pitching it. <laughs> is, is that good? Like, do you know, you got a good elevator pitch for this? <laughs> we're going to go to D DreamWorks with this. Yeah, well, we're going to go, we're going to go straight to the top. <laughs> watch out. Like, um, hey, um, Mr. Katzenberg, I got, I got something for you. I'm thinking 
You do turbo, but a musical. I know, I know, I know, you're right. I'm, I was thinking you would say yes, because you also greenlit, like, five Shrek movies. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you'd lost all sense. Clearly, <laughs> you're an insane madman. I think it's really great that there was a definitely a person at Greenlit who had to sit in front of a room of executives go, okay, there's a snail and he's fat. And they all <laughs> went, yes, we're going to give you thousands of dollars. <laughs> I, think, I think the censure was, there might be a Samuel L. Jackson snail. He has a whole snail. <laughs> so sorry, this is all about Turbo. <laughs> We've been talking about Gravity Falls. We were just like, oh, I guess Bill's cool. So you want to talk about Turbo? Thank you for coming here. Thank you for living through all the technical difficulties. No problem. It's oh been a pleasure. Gosh. Do you want to pick your own opening theme for this? Do you have a suggestion? Do you have some jazz you want us to play? Um, <laughs> oh, a theme song. I, I feel like this is like a really awesome opportunity I'm about to like, morally screw up. It might be appropriate to just play the Gravity Falls theme song. That's that's definitely an option. Are you sure? Oh, wait. Are you sure we can't just play? We can just slow down that snail's fast and then play it backwards. No, no, no. What about you that? can leave that for the last bit of the radio. What? <laughs> have you heard? Have you? I'm sure you guys have seen it. The Growweedy Falls, where they like edited the opening so it's about weed. It's like. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Actually. Make that my intro song. <laughs> Alright, I actually you need to need run to... right now. Yeah, you go. You have a you great have day. Thank you so much for talking to us. Enjoy your breakfast. What is it, like 10, 11 now? Yeah, it's about 11 o'clock. I'm very hungry. Oh, you eat. Oh my gosh, thank you. Again, thank you so much. Um, It's been great. Thank you for having me on. This has been an absolute pleasure. And I hope you guys have a... Great day.